Welcome to the Patriot Podcast, a production of Covenant Academy in Cypress, Texas. Our hope is that this podcast connects you to the heart of our community, culture, and those who are helping shape the hearts and minds of students. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Today's episode is the first of a two-part episode where we talk to two guests about their journey to Covenant Academy, as well as introduce some of the books that they are reading that are having an impact in their lives. Let's join the conversation. We have a fun table with a bunch of folks here. So uh, as always, I have Leslie Collins, our head of school. So Leslie, good to see you. Good to see you. Thanks, Michael. And uh, today we have uh, two guests with us. We have Mr. Sim, who, uh, 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 Titus, I'm going to, so it's Titus Simonowski. Is that right? Correct. Okay. That was my first try. I hope I did it justice. You nailed it. Yeah, good. And we have uh, Amanda Fawcett. So Amanda, thanks for being here. Absolutely. So uh, today I want to start off, uh, Leslie, by talking about this really Good-looking book I have in front of me called uh, The Vanishing American Adult. I saw an email, actually, that came out uh, recently talking about, a, I guess, a book club that yeah, we have, right? Yeah, Amanda Fawcett. Yeah. Lo and behold, yeah, there, and she just happens she to be is. here. That's magic. That it's magic, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, so The so, Ama- uh, Vanishing American Adult. Yeah. What, what is that? Yeah, how did it appear, yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. um, into Into the covenant culture. It's actually really, I think, an interesting story, and it tells a lot about um, the, the woman sitting across from me, Amanda. So Amanda uh, is is a, a complete um, devotee of bookishness, and she has a really cool book club. Why don't you share a little bit about the... The, the way that your book club works, because it's I've never known anything like it. Which one? Well, ah, see, there you go. So the one that I came to, where we all shared books, it was really cool. Okay, so that was a book swap. Okay, see? Yes, yeah. it wasn't actually a book club because it was kind of a one-time gathering that I had never done before, but I'd read a lot about book swaps, and I thought it would be really fun. So I have an abundance of books in our home, many of which I've read, many of which I have not. And it was about time to thin the shelves a little bit. And I have a lot of friends who also enjoy reading. And I thought, well, why don't we share our bounty? Let's all come together, bring the books that you don't need in your home anymore. We'll categorize them by genre, have some food together, have some fellowship, have some fun, and everyone gets to go home with a new stack of books to read. That was so fun. And so I'm looking at the books, and I, I do believe Holly Hansen brought this book. Correct. And, uh, and, and I picked it up, and Amanda watched me pick it up with those longing eyes of, are you really going to read that? And I thought, <laughs> oh, well, I might now. Uh, and, and she said, so when you finish that, I'd like to read it when you're done because it's by Ben Sass. And I thought... Okay. Well, I had heard people talk about this book, Vanishing American Adult, but I really hadn't heard who Ben Sass was. And I thought, well, I'm going to read it. And and I got into reading it, and I thought, I am not giving her this book because I have a relationship with my books. I like to write in them, and I like them to talk back to me when I pick them up again. And I, I don't like actually to let my books go. So I thought, I, I emailed her. I said, I, I can't possibly uh, give you this book, but I will buy you one. So I think I Amazoned you a book. Um, and, and it, it really just was really 
a fabulous read. And it kind of picks up where Keith McCurdy leaves off. And he really uh, is evaluating what in the world has happened to our culture. How is it that our American adults are vanishing? And, and, and what are we going to do about it? I just thought he was a nice guy who liked America, you know, flag on the on the cover. But actually, I didn't know that he's a homeschooling classical Christian educator who is a diehard enthusiast for what we're doing. And he talks about Dorothy Sayers. He talks about how to how to be radically different in the way we're training up our kids. And actually, as I'm reading it, we were taking some a step back and looking at, okay, what are we doing in our, in our school? So actually we have this class called practical arts that is now something we should do a podcast on. Mm -hmm. That is now one of the faves of all the kids and the kids who didn't get the class in eighth grade are jealous of the kids who do get the class in eighth. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this book and Keith McCurry influenced the development of that class of why we need to do that. So before they even get into high school, they've already had these really uh, great skills given to them. Um, and, and so Amanda, you're the one that kind of instigated all that. And I think it's, it's cool. So I, then I said, okay, now you have to do a book club. Now you have to talk about it as a family, right? as a school family. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how this book yeah. appeared, the vanishing yeah. American adult appeared onto the covenant yeah, absolutely. landscape. We want to take a moment out of today's podcast to talk about grand coffee. Jack, can you tell us a little bit about grand coffee for those that aren't familiar? Yes, so Grand Coffee is a completely student-run coffee service that the students of the Grand Tour provide to teachers, parents, and students who have permission. And all of the proceeds to it go to fund our Grand Tour. So Avery, ordering coffee is really easy and it doesn't cost that much, right? Absolutely. So each parent can come in in the morning or go in car line. Uh, We'll have menus for them. They can look at the menus, go over what they want, and order right then and there. And then we'll have their coffee made as soon as we can. Um, We just started opening up tea as well. So now we have coffee and tea, and each are both $2. So, Piper, what does the menu look like for Grand Coffee? So we have an assortment of different coffees, regular and strong, and we also have mango black tea, which is delicious, and we also have an assortment of creamers and sugars, especially the pumpkin spice creamer, which is wonderful. That sounds excellent. And Timothy, I know that when parents arrive on campus, it's easy to order their coffee or tea. Right, so we arrive in the morning every every time at 7.15 to get set up, and then we take the Uh, The teacher orders before, and whenever Carline opens up, we get out there and are ready for your orders and take it right out to you whenever uh, it's ready. That sounds excellent. So Grand Coffee, be sure to place your order every time you arrive on campus during the week. And so, yeah, I mean, you're you're speaking of of highlights in writing, which just full disclosure, I uh, can't write in my books, but that's just a personal issue. Um, but but I'm, I'm looking over, Amanda, at, at your copy here. <laughs> My and fully highlighted. Yeah, which is great, book. which is great, <laughs> which I, I guess is a, a testament to, uh, I guess, the en- enveloping and engaging content. Um, so so I'm, I'm kind of curious, as, as you sort of progress through this particular book, um, are there any, any portions or pieces that have really kind of stuck out to you or, or that kind of come to mind when you look at this as, as Leslie said, this great American, American, uh, you know, flag on the the cover. What what is it that really jumped out at you 
about this uh, particular book and, and any passages that come to mind? Sure. One thing that I appreciated was the blending of casting a vision of what it means to raise responsible, independent, problem-solving adults with the practicality of how does that happen? And how do we do that in this culture, as Leslie mentioned earlier, is a little bit odd right now. Um, our children are growing up in ways that we did not, of course, with resources that we did not. And I don't just mean money, but I mean all the technology that's right. available at their fingertips. And as much as we might want to beat that back and avoid it even, which I'm a big fan of, uh, it's not perfect, but we try. Um, that's still the culture in which they're growing up and that they will be in once they leave our homes in just a few short years in my case. Mm -hmm. So I really appreciated that blend of helping us to remember why it is that we're doing what we're doing, but taking it a step further and showing us some very practical ways that we can help our kids grow up in this way. And I'd like to read just a couple of sentences from the introduction that, that has sort of that vision piece. Ben's uh, discussing how he doesn't have any magic bullets. He's not the parenting expert, but this is something that they have found to be helpful in their family. And so he, he says this, we stumble and fall every day, but we have a shared theory of what our family is trying to accomplish. Melissa, his wife, and I want them to arrive at adulthood as fully formed, vivacious, appealing, resilient, self-reliant, problem-solving souls who see themselves as called to love and serve their neighbors. The thought of them drifting in a state of passive, dependent, perpetual adolescence turns our stomachs. There is much we want to accomplish in this life, but failing at this calling would dwarf all other vocations we care about. And so I think that just really speaks to the heart of the book and why he wrote it mm -hmm. and, and being able to share some of the things that, that they've learned along the way, which I found to be incredibly helpful. Right. Yeah. No, that's interesting because that reminds me of uh, when I was in college, I went through a program uh, called Quest for Authentic Manhood. But some of the same sentiments there of rejecting passivity and really being engaged and understanding that you know, God has created us to be here for a specific purpose, obviously to glorify his kingdom, but also to do that in a way that serves those around us and we're not these distant islands or, or, or drifting. So yeah, that's, that's really powerful and a, a great reminder, I think, of any stage of life, but especially as, as you mentioned, Amanda, for, for our young folks. I mean, I have two, two girls, uh, almost seven and five, and you know, already seeing some of those opportunities to, to speak that, that truth. So that's, that's great. Wow. Yeah. So uh, you have a, a, f a book club here uh, on, this, on this very topic. We do. Tell me about we do. that. We're going to meet twice to discuss this book in particular. Um, the first part of more of the vision casting portions of the book we'll, we'll talk about in the first session. And for the first session, we'll have two different opportunities for varying schedules. We'll have one during the daytime and then one in the evening. So you're welcome to come to both session ones. There will be different conversations because it's different people, but the same general theme for both. And then the second session will cover more of the practical aspects, which he covers chapter by chapter in the second part of the book. Um, and so those will be held on, on various dates this fall, and all of the details are in the email. Right. And I think there was an, an e-bite. 
There was. An Evite, which is awesome, really very helpful because then you know who else is coming. Correct. And then you know who's coming because you can get all the chairs ready. So that's great. Um, And it was really classy, too, by the way. So um, I just really appreciate your uh, contribution to our school in that way, just your thoughtfulness and the way that you're willing to do this on top of everything else you do. Um, By the way, Amanda is our awesome yearbook teacher. And she is also our school photographer, and she does phenomenal work. And uh, we're really proud of her and really grateful that she's here. Well, thank you so much. It's a joy. Yeah. Um, I bet you were wondering how she got here. I, I'm always wondering how everyone yeah. got here. I, I, it's, it's the question that I always keep in the back of my mind. Yeah. So thanks for uh, – it was. I wouldn't say you're stealing thunder, but borrowing a thunderbolt. So thank, thank you for uh, doing. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I am always so in, interested in understanding how how God has led folks to covenant. So uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask Amanda how how you came to to know and, and be here at uh, covenant. Absolutely. I first met Leslie and uh, Lori Brooks at. Ironically enough, a Gary Green real estate marketing group. Naturally, that's where you meet exactly. Leslie at a Gary right. Green real estate marketing yeah. group. Yeah, so <laughs> um, I had gotten this this uh, sales email or phone call, and I never respond to stuff like this, um, but the, this guy was was pitching his, his marketing group that brings together professionals from various uh, industries and how it would be marketed to all the people in Cyprus that are building homes and what a wonderful piece of exposure it would be. And so I thought, well, you know, it's a few hundred bucks. What What's the worst that could happen? So um, I signed up, and I don't remember if it was the first or second gathering, but the first one, okay, uh, I met Leslie, heard her introduce herself, and Laurie introduced herself, and I knew about classical education because I had read The Well-Trained Mind by mm-hmm. Susan Wise Bauer before we even had children, but kind of read through it again as our children were growing up um, young, younger before they started school. And I loved the idea of homeschooling, but it just wasn't feasible for our family. And we had made a decision, my husband and I, that we were going to um, raise the kids in public school so that we could save for college. Um, and that was our plan. And so we moved out here to Tombal ISD, which we knew was very highly acclaimed and um, were comfortable with. And we're faithful churchgoers and home talkers. And, and so we, we weren't concerned that this was a spiritual disaster for our children. And it wasn't. Um, and uh, as I got to talk with Leslie, I really was interested in what they were doing here and wanted to offer her my services as a photographer to be able to photograph their portraits and and that kind of thing. And at the time, they already had a contract with a yearbook company. But she invited me to come and and do their class photos in the spring, which I did um, and enjoyed very much. And seeing how the upper school students related to the younger ones and how they all treated each other and their teachers with respect and with kindness was rather shocking to me in a good way. <laughs> uh, and I thought, you know, there's, there is something going on here and I want to find out more about it. And, uh, then I got a phone call or an email. I don't remember from Leslie a few months later, invited me to come in and, and talk with her. And to my surprise, she wanted to offer me a job teaching the yearbook mm-hmm. class and with an emphasis on the photography piece. And I said, well, that sounds really interesting, but I've never even worked on a yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and she said, that's okay, because our, our yearbook provider has a, a very robust curriculum and 
and you can use that as a launching point. And so I did. I jumped in um, in faith, in a lot of faith, uh, and it was a great year. And then I, in the spring, told my husband, I said, I'm, I don't know how we're going to do it, but we have to figure this out because we've got to get our kids over there. Right. Right. <laughs> um, it's, you know, definitely not part of our plan. Um, and as I've told people, you know, when you've eaten – when you've eaten at Luby's, it's really nice. You know, it's it's good. The food's good. It's comfortable. There's lots of options. You can eat whatever you want. Um, and you don't really know what you're missing until you've eaten at Perry's. <laughs> and then you realize, yeah, Luby's is good. And there's nothing wrong with Luby's. But this is so much yeah. better. <laughs> and that's how I felt when, yeah. when I discovered Covenant and when... Um, we made the decision to move our children here. It's so interesting moving from, in, in many aspects, from behind the camera to really in front of it, right? So going from observing and, and capturing and seeing to teaching and, and now being a part of really the, the community that, that you were able to, to see and impacted you. So that's, that's really neat. That's so cool. I'm so, I know that many, including myself, are so glad that uh, the Lord led you here and glad that you're able to use those so great photography skills that I, I won't have, but you know what? That is okay. That <laughs> is okay. <laughs> My cell phone is just great. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Patriot Podcast. Before we close out, we want to share a story from one of the students here at Covenant Academy. Here's today's story. My name's Avery Boyd. I'm a junior here at Covenant Academy. And for as long as I can remember, I've been playing volleyball here at the school. Um, this year, we've changed it up and done something a little exciting called Big Sisters and Little Sisters. This is where we are assigned a student, and basically, we just cheer them on, um, whether that be in games or at school before games. Each day, we can make notes to each other, gifts, presents. I've given people Gatorade. I've given people crackers. I've given people notes that I've written especially for them. And it's something to look forward to every week just because it's building community between these girls um, even in between the middle and high school team. And I think it's something that all the girls look forward to every week, just receiving something in their locker from someone that they may not know very well. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Patriot Podcast. In our next episode, we'll continue our discussion and talk a bit more about both of our guests. If you have any questions or comments about anything discussed, feel free to contact us on our website at covenantcypress.org.